Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. A happy July 1st to you. Welcome aboard. And Aaron, it is still taking me time to grasp what happened yesterday in the world of sports. Doug asked me this. Doug, during the show yesterday when everything was going on because NBA free agency was happening, Doug asked me and said, like, how would you rank the stories? And I just think that the, the changing of the guard in college athletics 
is so far ahead of what is happening in the NBA because while the NBA is moving and changing and it's always done that in the offseason and we have a lot of personalities, to think that two institutions, you know, that have been basically for the last century landmarks in, in on the West Coast, and I know the Pac-12 isn't 100 years old, but to see them join the Big Ten, I just – it has taken me still 24 hours later a lot to fathom what went down yesterday. Are you saying that it was weird waking up in Big Ten country today? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yes. I sent a tweet last night of the Hollywood sign with, that, with Big Ten country. Aaron, it went wild. There was one retweet and four likes. Like it, That's why Twitter was down last night. It was absolutely crazy. But no, it's, still, it's just crazy to wrap my head around that. Yeah, to your point, like to see UCLA and have a Big Ten logo on the image that the school sent out is just crazy to me. So to answer your question, first of all, I, I actually do tend to agree with you. And I was thinking about this and I was thinking also I host on the weekends uh, on Saturday. What are Jason Martin and I going to lead my show with? And I, and I do think on the surface, the the answer is Kevin Durant, uh, a player that some consider to be the best player in the world demanding a trade. But here here's the thing that, that I keep going back to is Kevin Durant is the latest superstar player to demand a trade in an era where this seemingly happens once every six months. Um, and it's and Kevin Durant's a more talented player than James Harden or Anthony Davis or whatever. This is the biggest one in recent memory, but but this has happened before. And guess what? In a couple months from now, it's going to happen again. His current teammate Ben Simmons just did it a few months ago. UCLA and USC leaving the Big Ten for the Pac-12. Um, one, they shake up college sports as we know them. And then two, there's just a million trickle-down effects. And I know there's a million trickle-down effects with Kevin Durant too, but UCLA and USC shake up college sports as we know them forever. And uh, I think that this is just the beginning stages of what could be a crazy, crazy couple more months in college sports. The fact that Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn and is asked to trade doesn't change the fact, Aaron, that you and I or anybody else are still going to tune in to Thursday night on TNT, watch the doubleheader, and then watch inside the NBA afterwards. We just don't know if it's going to be Kevin Durant in a Heat uniform playing in some of those games or if it's going to be a Suns uniform or, heck, even a Lakers uniform, whatever may happen. We just don't know that, but we do know that we are going to be doing those things in the fall, in the winter, in the spring, Thursday nights on TNT. And we'll be watching other games as well. But the fact of you go around to anybody who has any allegiance to any college fan base to have no idea what their reality is going to be in what really has been such a fabric and such a cornerstone of people's lives. Like there, there are football fans who know every Saturday they're either going to be at the home stadium or they're going to be making the road trip in the fall to the places that they've done year after year after year. And now you have this move and not only does it change what happens with USC and UCLA and the other 14 members of the big 10 that they're joining, but it has effects on every other major school in in the in college America. sports landscape. Yes. Yeah, it really, really does because now it's not a Pandora's box thing is open, but in a way that it is because now the craziness comes not from the big dogs of USC and UCLA, but it's who's going to survive and who isn't. And the the 
of of what what teams are you going to be cheering against after doing you know having the same teams that you've cheered against for the last forty years? What places are you going to go? I mentioned just when are your games going to be like? All of those things have just absolutely changed. And college sports was kind of the yeah the, you know the kids cycled through because they're only there four or five years, but things pretty much stayed the same. And I know we've had some changes with. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma recently and a decade ago with AM and Missouri. But I feel like we kind of weathered that sort of, you know, sure. that sort of storm. But now I think it's just because we are on the verge of everything changing. That is just such a whole new world that I'm still having a difficult time trying to grasp. Well, and I, I think, you know, somebody driving around right now, long holiday weekend, I think they could sit there and say it's hyperbolic to say that it affects every team in college sports. That's not hyperbolic. And here's why. Even if you're an Alabama fan, a Florida fan, a Georgia fan, and your place is very much set in stone in the college sports hierarchy, whatever it looks like five years from now, two years from now, ten years from now, at the same time, yesterday's move opens up the idea of exactly what you just said. It seemed as though even with the Texas-Oklahoma stuff last year at this time, could there be some some calm? Could there be some uh, – was everything going to slow down? Now – does the Big Ten have another move? There's a report out right before we started uh, record. Uh, started when, excuse me, right before we went live here that that the Big Ten has informed Oregon, Washington, some of the other Pac-12 schools that they're not interested. But does the SEC feel like they have a move that they have to make? I mean, there was a report this morning that some of those prominent ACC schools, and I don't want to name any individually because I, I don't think we know who they are, but they're trying to figure out can they get out of their TV contract with uh, with the conference because they just don't they don't know what the future is and Mm -hmm. so whether you're an Alabama fan whether you're a Cincinnati fan whether you're a Boise State fan it doesn't matter this impacts everybody Uh, and again it it feels like it's just the tip of the iceberg on what could come not only for the Big Ten for the SEC but obviously the Pac-12 potentially the Big 12 all these other conferences as well my my initial reaction yesterday on the news had one part of it has not changed and as soon as I heard USC and UCLA leaving, I thought the Pac-12 is dead. Sure. And I still feel that way 24 hours later. I don't I don't see any way and and I know like this is this is what happens in scenarios like this Aaron as you said on Twitter. Everyone starts to think like how do how do you replace? Yes. You know, okay, oh hey, guess what? Boise State, San Diego State going to the Pac-12. It is it is it's not the like that it, it is it doesn't work. And, doesn't and, work. and even even to the fact of, Aaron, of Texas and Oklahoma and, and, and how big of a role they played in the Big 12, realistically, we had already seen some of the rocks crumble down from that with the you know departures of other schools uh, that we mentioned earlier. We had also seen this conference transform from basically the Southwest Conference to the Big 8 to the Big 12. So to have those schools move is not as shocking as it was to see USC and UCLA. For sure. There are there are no replacements. Absolutely no replacements. And I know you can't replace Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12, but again, we you could say we're kind of used to it. At least people our age that have, have seen these moves before. And there are a lot of college fans that have remember maybe Texas playing in the Southwest Conference and then them moving to the Big 8 and, and forming that. 
this is just so catastrophic yep. that there is no way that, you know, the Big 12, I guess, kind of just rolls with the punches and says, hey, there's a bunch of schools here that maybe we can add and we do add with Cincinnati and Houston and BYU and, and UCF. But with the Pac-12 and how much their identity was USC and UCLA, it's just irreplaceable to me. And that's why, that's why I think that the conference is dead. And it's also to the point of what you're talking about with the ACC that I think is so important because for any of the other conferences that are looking to make moves, whether it be more the Big Ten or more the SEC or even the Big 12, Oregon's going to be there. Washington's going to be there. Those schools are still going to be there because they don't have anywhere else to go. So, like, if you're those three other schools, I'm focusing on the ACC now and I'm focusing on Notre Dame and trying to figure out who can I pull that would make the most sense for us. And if we can't do that, guess what? We can go back to those other schools because they are likely, you know, looking for a home. I just don't I don't see it sustainable for the Pac-12 to survive this absence of UCLA and USC. And that's why I think it's so different than what we had a year ago with Texas and Oklahoma. Well, it's ironic um, that you, you kind of bring up that analogy of there's no replacing them because I go back a year and I say it's ironic because when Oklahoma, Texas left the Big 12 for, for uh, the SEC, the analogy that I made, Dan, and it's ironic and you'll, you'll understand why in half a second, the only thing I could think of was, do you remember the summer after Kevin Durant, yes, we're somehow there, uh, went to Golden State. They had won 73 games. They lose in the finals to Cleveland. Then Cleveland, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they signed Kevin Durant, and then they win in five against Cleveland, and it's not even competitive. And that next summer, the whole conversation was, well, well, what do the Cavs do to, to match KD going to Golden State? And it's like, there is no counter move to signing the second best player on the planet and adding him to a 73-win team. And I said the same thing about Texas and Oklahoma leaving. The Big 12 may survive you know, for the time being, but you can't replace those two brands. And I think it is even bigger, as you just said, in this case with USC and UCLA. It, it, the, 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 the obvious reasons, the TV market, the, the, the budgets, the history, USC by far the most successful football program in the conference, UCLA the most successful basketball program in the conference, the Olympic sports, all that stuff. But it's just, it's also just a metaphorical. And like you said, um, in theory, yes, the, the Pac-12 put out a, a statement here earlier this morning that they're they're united and they're moving forward and they're considering expansion. There's no replacing it, and there's no replacing what those two schools brought. And yes, there may still be a Pac-12. Although, as you said, I don't think it's happening because right now. Part of the reason the USC and UCLA left when they did is because the TV contract is coming up. So there's no TV contract. Uh, everybody's everybody has is a free agent in 2024, and they may be putting out a statement about how they're united and all that stuff. Yeah, let's see what happens if somebody calls Arizona and Arizona State, or calls to your point Oregon and Washington. So it, it's a it's a conference that that is on the brink. Um, there's no replacing USC and UCLA, and that's why it's so seismic. I mean, it, Oklahoma USC or Oklahoma Texas was huge last year. This feels even bigger today. It is. It's when you look at UCLA and USC's role in the Pac-12 and how they not resented, but I think that there was some. They uh, didn't love that everybody was getting an equal share because they felt so much like they were superior to the other ten schools. They're in the second biggest market, you know, the traditions of those programs. 
And I think that that was always a sticking point in reading a lot of what's happened over the last 12 uh, or 24 hours. And what's really happened over the last 12 years, it's kind of been an underlying current. So now USC and UCLA are gone into the point of, guess what? Like they're, they're, it's not, they weren't leeching off of USC and UCLA. But USC and UCLA always felt that they should get more. Mm-hmm. Now if you're in the Pac-12 and you're trying to you know, sell that united front – the question is, all right, then who moves up to the top two spots that, by the way, as we both said, aren't replaceable? And then to the other schools, are they trying to then leech off in Oregon or Washington? You know, like if you're Oregon, um, you're in the same conference, but you're not in the same class as mm-hmm. Oregon State or Washington State. And that was the part that you bothered USC and UCLA so much. So it's another reason why I don't think that the Pac-12 is sustainable, because then you're going to have these other schools. Now, Oregon and Washington may feel like, hey, we stuck around. We're, you know, we're part of the schools that have planted our flag with the Pac-12. We deserve more. Well, the other member schools aren't going to want to do that. I think Arizona State and Arizona, to your point, are going to want to do that. No way. And, and so it's, it's 24 hours later. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I do know that the Pac-12 is dead. Well, and and yeah, and like we said with Texas and Oklahoma, you can add teams, but there's no replacing them. It's the same with UCLA and USC. But I, I just go back to again, there's no formal TV contract in place. Um, you know, it's it's very interesting, by the way. A a Big Twelve, a new Big Twelve commissioner was hired two days ago and wasn't supposed to start in office until uh, August first. If that guy's not on the phone right now with <laughs> fill in the blank school or what. Whatever, uh, then he's not doing the job the way that he should be, and it's just it's a fascinating time. But I, I think, and I know we're going to talk about it throughout the show. I think it's a little bit of a sad time for those of us, and I know you're one of them, Dan, that love the traditions of college sports, that love that college sports isn't professional sports, and that for a time, yeah. not anymore, it was regionalized. There were these these historic, you know, Pac-12 versus Big Ten in the Rose Bowl, on and on. A lot of that, I do think, died yesterday as well. It's funny you mentioned the Rose Bowl because that was my biggest feeling. But then I, I was going to put a tweet out, but I know everybody would say the Rose Bowl has <laughs> been dead for 20 years. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's right. But the old Pac-12 and the, Big tw- uh, 10 matchups, that's done. Life. The traditional Rose Bowl, th- the way that yep. Jim Harbaugh showing up as a Michigan quarterback, that that died 20 years ago. But you look at the TV ratings, uh, and I know part of it's, it's on a holiday. Uh, most of the NBA playoffs would kill for the ratings of last year. Rose Bowl, Utah versus Ohio State, a supposedly meaningless bowl game. I think it outrated pretty much every NBA game all season. Obviously, NHL, on and on and on. The point being, people still care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So Rudy Gobert is out of Salt Lake City on his way to the Twin Cities. When and where will Kevin Durant be going? We dive into that question and so much more. Welcome in. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Get Aaron Torres on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me, Dan Byer, on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Want to let you know that you got to check out the latest lines of the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, 
Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In about 20 minutes or so, we're going to be diving into the world of college sports, not just with the USC and UCLA move to the Big Ten, but really in what is happening in this now NIL world of college sports. Luke Fedlum, an NIL expert and sports attorney, will be joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. But we talk about Kevin Durant as he wants his way out of Brooklyn, Aaron. Word leaked yesterday that he told the Nets owner, Joe Sy, that, yeah, I want out and I, I am out of Brooklyn. I do no, no longer want to be here after signing as a free agent just a few off seasons ago. What was your response when you found out Kevin Durant wanted out of Brooklyn? So I, I think a lot of it, we talked a little bit, I think, in hour one about the idea. Uh, you know, I think you, I think the way we kind of talked about it was which story was more surprising yesterday the college sports stuff for Kevin Durant and I said the college sports stuff was probably more surprising and more impactful um but you know my first reaction Dan and we don't have to go here and I don't even know that it's the biggest story but my first reaction is come on man I mean you have been criticized since the day that you left Oklahoma City for jumping to Golden State, and I'm not saying they're even my criticisms, but they weren't sure. your they weren't your championships. You know, you 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 rode the coattails of Steph Curry, so you go to Brooklyn to do your own thing. A year ago, you say it's not about winning championships; it's about becoming the best possible player that I can be. And I think most notably. In the last, what, three weeks or so, Charles Barkley essentially called him a bandwagon jumper and a guy that that, that rides other people's coattails to success. And I just sit there and say, Kevin Durant, it's your career. Do what you want. But it validates everything that Charles Barkley said. And not only does it validate everything that Charles Barkley said, it also, you know, wherever he goes, it will forever be uh, the same thing that we saw in, in Golden State if he has any level of success. So he's allowed to do what he wants in his career. But when Charles Barkley says you're a bandwagon jumper, you come out and call Charles Barkley that old guy that's completely out of touch. I think Charles Barkley looks dead on right here. I really do. Yeah, it's I have the same reaction as you. Like, there was almost a sense of disappointment. Yes, great word. Great word. And where it wasn't like I wasn't angry. I wasn't and I'm not a Kevin Durant fan. I'm a Bucks fan. And if Kevin Durant's out of the East, even better. Yeah, I mean, realistically, mm-hmm. if that ends up being the case. But in in just to your point, and not even as much about Barkley scenario, what bothers me or what bothers me about it is listen, Kevin Durant has always just went on his own path what people said that he shouldn't go to golden state he ends up going to golden state now looking back on it people said he was crazy to leave golden state but he ended up leaving golden state went to an organization where he wasn't even going to be able to play for the entire season and joined them you and i this it's funny in an underscoring theme of the torres (laughs) and buyers show aaron texts me last night and says it's our 337th straight show where we talk about the brooklyn nets together because the nets are seemingly in the news and probably one of of our first shows was free agency yep. and and what happened during that free agency time and the the whole the whole scenario of how is how it played out with Durant and 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 not to go back in time but I I thought that Kevin Durant had contact with the Nets before signing Aaron didn't believe so either way it comes to the point now Aaron mm-hmm. where you have to look at Kevin Durant and criticize him because if he didn't speak with the Nets when he wanted to sign in free agency, 
that's his own fault. And if he did sign with the Nets in free agency, to give up this quickly is just, to me, that's what's so disappointing about it. And Rick Buecher did a great 20-minute recap on on how this Durant uh, thing played out. And it's it's Rick's On the Ball podcast. You can see you know, Rick on FS1 and, and hear him here on Fox Sports Radio. But it was it was basically that Durant got sick of or got tired or just maybe fed up with how the front office in Brooklyn was dealing with Kyrie Irving. And I I just I, I find it, it like it's so backwards to me that it, it's the guy who, you know, like chose not to get the vaccination status, no matter how crazy you may have thought that the rules were. It, to me, it was Kyrie making the decision and not the Nets acquiescing and that Durant had a problem with that. And I just I if, like these are these are the decisions that you end up making when you are making free agency decisions, right? Finding a front office that you can work with and you can do things with. And the only thing that we have had during that time of Kevin Durant's time in Brooklyn was shows up with Kyrie, can't play a year. They kick out the coaching staff. They uh, deal everybody away to uh, end up making trades that would end up bringing in James Harden, bring in Steve Nash as a coach. And this isn't timeline uh, organized, but they bring in Steve Nash as a coach and Kyrie Irving says they don't even need a head coach. Like, like they tore down absolutely everything that the Brooklyn Nets had tried to build up as the second team in a major market, second to a team that is stunk for years with no draft picks, by the way, they (laughs) built it. A playoff team because if you remember they traded all their previous draft picks for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Now they're go- they very much in a year from now or less could be in the same situation because they traded all their draft picks for James Harden, who Kevin Durant wanted. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, there, I'm glad you did because it even adds more ammunition to it. Like like what a what an absolute disaster that, that that you could see what they did to Brooklyn and 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 disappointed is word is the word and there's there's probably even more to it. I think here's the deal. I think Oklahoma City matters as a franchise more than Brooklyn does. I, I would agree. I would agree 100%. And, 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 and I think that what Kevin Durant is doing to Brooklyn may be worse than what he did to Oklahoma City. No doubt. I mean, he had, he had Oklahoma City one game away from the finals in his final season there. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we can rewrite history and, and, you know, him and Russ and this and that. They had a 3-1 lead. In that uh, in that Western Conference Finals in 2016 against the same team that the Cavs beat, yep. and so I don't think there's any doubt that right now he looks way worse. And here's the other thing, right? I mean, and, and this is such a sports cliche, but it's true. He didn't choose to be in Oklahoma City. They drafted him. Now I know he signed extensions by that point in his career. He came to Brooklyn. He chose to be here. As you said, he chose his teammates. He had, I, I would venture to say, some say in who the coach was. He chose to trade for James Harden. When James Harden wasn't working, I would get the sense that he had to in some way sign off for the trade to get rid of him. So that's why it's disappointing because this mess is completely self-inflicted. You chose your teammates. You chose your head coach. You chose the destination that you're going to. So I, I, I just, it's not as though... I don't even know how to say it. Like, like, yes, he's allowed to do what he wants, but he made, you made your own mess. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of a parallel he's, from real life, but I mean, if if your kid wrecks their room and leaves a mess, you you don't just walk away and tell mom and dad to clean it up. You got to clean up the mess you made, and that that I, uh, again, disappointing. Whatever term you want to use, I don't know, but it's like, man, the, 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 
it, Oklahoma City was different. This was, again, for the second time, I don't mean to reiterate myself, but or, or repeat myself, I should say. He chose his teammates. He chose the star that he wanted to play next to. He chose the city. He, he chose the organization. He chose the head coach. This is all on him, and the mess that he the mess that he finds himself himself in now is a hundred percent self inflicted. I think that the point about the second contract that he did take with Oklahoma City is important in when you look at it from this angle. Like you could say to yourself that Kevin Durant maybe took Oklahoma City as far as he thought he could, sure, or at least he gave it enough time where they did go to an NBA Finals, and as you mentioned, were up on the Warriors and then were unable to close it out in the Western Conference Finals. It, he got them to that point. I would also say. He left them at least with Russell Westbrook. And I know that there wasn't a trade. He left via free agency, but they left them with Russell Westbrook, which then uh, obviously fell apart. But you're leaving Brooklyn because Kyrie Irving is not going. There's no reason for them to have Kyrie Irving there. You're leaving them with Ben Simmons, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then and, and maybe the to the point of of whatever you can get in a trade wise. But with everything that you laid out and the decisions that he made and, and how he came out, it's it, it was all on Durant. And I think that Durant actually was building up some goodwill in not this past season's. Uh... Let me jump in. I'll say okay. this. I think he had, he was building up great will. The, the, the argument that I always make on my show on Saturdays with Jason Martin is I actually, in, in all honesty, felt bad for him with the whole Kyrie Irving situation because I said, you can criticize, criticize Kevin Durant for going to Golden State, leaving Golden State, whatever. What you can never question about Kevin Durant is his love for basketball. And the thing that I've always given him credit for, last summer, a year removed from from ACL or uh, excuse me, Achilles recovery, he goes to Japan and plays in the Olympics and represents our country. And I said, mm-hmm. you criticize him for anything? That guy clearly loves basketball. And that's why in a lot of ways I felt bad for him because he elected to sign up and play with a guy who clearly has many interests outside of showing up to play basketball every day. And the one thing you can't question about Kevin Durant is his love for the sport and his love for the game, all that stuff. But you can't blame him for everything else and all the decisions that led to the decision yesterday to get traded or to, yeah. to, to ask for a trade. I, I, I think that these performance in the series against the Bucks and the Eastern Conference semifinals when Kyrie got hurt yeah. and, and then Harden, Harden, hurt. Harden had to come back and was not his full Harden self from his uh, hamstring injury. That, that even in that series of the loss, and so much is made about the shoe size and the foot on the line that that you know could have won the series for Brooklyn, even in defeat, I, I felt that that he gained more than than anybody would have expected. And that then goes along to your point about the goodwill of like going around and playing for Team USA. And even this past season, to have Harden show up out of shape, Kyrie not willing to get vaccinated to play under whatever rules they, they had in New York City, he's still carrying the load. I know he was out a little bit with an injury, but that's not his fault. The other parts were... You know, James Harden had a decision to get in shape or not get in shape, and he chose not to. You know that that's his fault again. Like, like we're looking at Kevin Durant in a way, and 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 you wonder if a lot of the chatter about the Warriors winning ended up getting to him. I think so. Yeah, and, and because because I I just when the playoffs started, and it was surprising to see them get swept by the Celtics. 
But prior to the playoffs starting, I thought that he was in a good place, or at least as we were looking at him, realizing as well that the window is only, you know, so open so far because there's, you know, he, he doesn't have tons of years left in his, uh, you know, NBA prime if he even, you know, is at his NBA prime. I mean, there's maybe four or five years of what you could hope that would be peak Kevin Durant. And so you got to make the most of those. And maybe that's why he's doing it now because it didn't work out and feels that he's he's built up enough uh, cachet to make that move. But it's just an awful spot to, to, to change so quickly and to see all the things that were built up and torn down and now that he wants out – it it's it's very selfish and he may say yeah i'm being selfish i'm looking out for me but uh the brooklyn nets are an organization now that i i don't know how you can recover oklahoma city by the way still trying to recover five years after the fact you know i mean and and their whole thing is we have a million picks let's see if we can make any of them work right now brooklyn not only do they not have very many picks they just traded one yesterday for royce o'neill it's something that i i I can't say that i fully understand by the way dan i do want to uh kind of follow up on something monse told us earlier uh uh, last hour uh it appears as though so adrian wojanowski from espn for those who miss it monse told us that uh rudy gobert has been traded but adrian wojanowski just put out a pretty extensive tweet that ends with the jazz plan to retool the roster around guard donovan mitchell so uh, I, I, I think I speculated earlier that that you know what if if Rudy Gobert uh, you know brought in everything that he brought in, what could it mean for what what would it mean if Donovan Mitchell became available? Maybe it was uh, you know I, I guess you could call it a Freudian slip of a of a tweet here, but it looks like from Woj that uh, that the Jazz plan on keeping Donovan Mitchell and kind of retooling around him. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. To give us all of the answers on what is going to happen over these next couple of weeks in NBA free agency and so much more. Actually, it doesn't have to give us all of them, just some of them. Fox Sports Radio, NBA Insider. Read them on NBA.com. Mark Medina joins the program again. Hello, Mark. Happy Friday. How are you? I am doing well. Just enjoying the uh, soap opera that is the NBA. My goodness. I, I thought it was going to be slow this offseason. I don't know why I thought that, but that's uh, shame on me. We got to start out in Brooklyn. My, my question in, in this part is, is this. What's going to be more difficult for Brooklyn to do a deal with? Is it going to be trading Kevin Durant and ultimately or ultimately likely trading Kyrie Irving? What obstacles do the Nets face and who's going to be tougher to deal yeah, that's a great question. I think the answer to that really depends on what what's the uh, Nets' philosophy, because they're certainly not going to get uh, any challenge with having interest from Kevin Durant on the other side, uh, unless you're the Los Angeles Lakers. The Kyrie Irving is basically getting no interest. Um, but I think you know, as far as what's best for the Nets organization, I, I think that uh, Kevin Durant would be more challenging, simply because there's a lot more variables they have to weigh in terms of how many teams might be interested, what can they get back in terms of any combination of all-star caliber player, role player, draft picks, where with the Lake, with Kyrie Irving, it's pretty clear that the Lakers are the only teams that are bidding. And so now it comes down to how much are you willing to 
put up with Russell Westbrook and any of the, the depressed assets that the Lakers have in terms of Taylor Horton Tucker or some draft picks. So because of that, I don't think there's going to be any resolution today. I think the Nets are going to take their time to try to feel all this out so that they make the best decision. That's not what's best for Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, but what's best for their organization itself. So, Mark, you mentioned what's best for the organization. What am I, as a guy who doesn't cover this league 365 days a year like you, what am I to make of the Nets trading a draft pick for Royce O'Neal and then ex- or giving a contract to Patty Mills? Seems a little counterintuitive when apparently Kevin Durant is also on the trade market. Am I crazy on that? Well, I think that uh, I, I understand your skepticism, but I think it's also to the Nets' testament that, look, they're not going to be about tearing it down and being re- in rebuilding mode. They want to still have some serviceable, serviceable role players, and if they can get some draft picks, that's great. And I think that's a window into what they're going to expect out of a Kevin Durant deal. It's not about what the Houston Rockets did when they traded James Harden, incidentally enough, to Brooklyn, where you know it was just about tearing it down getting draft picks and collecting for the future. I don't think the Nets are having this appetite about uh, just trying to start over. They were only, you know, uh, a few, two years removed from if Kevin Durant didn't step his foot on the three-point line, they could have been in the NBA Finals, right? Um, So I think it's fine the way that they're doing that, but I think that what is instrumental is they need to make Ben Simmons available. I know that that is a challenge in and of itself because of his injury history, how he's handled his own uh, issues this last year from an availability standpoint. But, you know, outside of the, the Miami Heat, where contractually the Heat want to be able to include Bam Adebayo because of, you know, rookie extension rules and the salary cap, uh, they got to be willing to part ways with Ben Simmons. But other than that, I'm, I'm fine with them collecting assets. It, it sends a message that they're looking to try to make moves that will still keep them in the, the contention for next season. Mark Medina joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Find Mark on Twitter at MarkG underscore Medina. So Jalen Brunson goes to the Knicks, and that's not not a surprise. My question to you, Mark, is how did this all play out? Because it seemed that right when free agency starts, Brunson's gone. Even before that, I think news broke. And then we heard there maybe was a meeting with Dallas. But now with him not going back to Dallas, what do the Mavericks do without Brunson? And how much of a player could they be in any of these future moves? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, let's pick apart a few of these things. Look, I'm not naive to how the NBA works, you know, even in years past when 1201 hit or in this case 601 hit and all of a sudden people are agreeing to deals that's just not realistic but it seems like the goalposts were even more this year where it was clear that they had discussions even well before free the day of free agency or a few days before and so i think that while it's impossible to legislate uh and penalize players from talking to other players or in jalen brunson's case penalizing him from talking to his dad who's an (laughs) assistant coach with the new york knicks there needs to be more severe penalties than, oh, you know, you're going to have to give up a second-round pick because the Knicks or any other team, for that matter, is going to just view that as a tax write-off, the cost of doing business. And so there needs to be more penalties. Now, where the Mavericks go from here, it's tough because um, I don't think that they have a lot of assets outside of Luka Doncic. Um, uh, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a good asset, but it's, it's all a bunch of just decent role players, no game-changers. But maybe that's enough 
if you package all those uh, players together, as well as draft picks of enticing the Brooklyn Nets to give up a Kevin Durant, or in the Utah Jazz's case, giving up Rudy Gobert. Um, you know, clearly the Mavericks showed that they're much better without Porzingis, but there was still a missing piece when they went up against the Golden State Warriors uh, in the West Finals this year, that they need this definitive all-star caliber player to pair up with Luka. But it's easier said than done because I, I, they don't have scrub players, but they only have decent players that don't move the needle. And Jalen Brunson was kind of that in-between of this really young guy that is scratching the surface, maybe not an all-star yet, but has that potential. But look, I'm not folding the Mavericks. They tried to set up meetings for him. I think that they're willing to spend, but the Knicks had the cap space. They had the relationships with his dad that it didn't really matter in the end. So, Mark, I have a very, uh, you know, kind of random sort of convoluted question. So Zion obviously gets his, his big extension, and I understand why the Pelicans have to do it. I get all that. What are what are the thoughts across the league? Just uh, are there thoughts across the league? Because on the one hand, yes, you have to do it. Former number one pick, he was an all star in the one year that he was healthy. On the other hand, he's never healthy. The team was awesome without him this year. Uh, pushed the the Suns to the brink. I, I know you have to give him the money, but is there any talk about? I, I don't know. I, I just find the whole thing fascinating. The team was fine without him. All that good stuff. Uh, I, I don't even know if that's really a question. I'm just curious what your thoughts are overall. Yeah, well, it's all relative here. I mean, fine without them, yes, they made the playoffs. They challenged the Suns. The reality is it's the first round. They want to get further than that. So uh, I think there's fair questions, Marks, to be had about his durability because he has struggled to stay healthy. And even if he's been cleared to do contact without any restrictions since May, you know, let's wait and see till he gets on the basketball court. But I think if nothing else, this all ties together with free agency, that if worst-case scenario, they have an asset that they can use in potential deals. Maybe the Pelicans uh, are in the running with uh, the, the Kevin Durant sweepstakes because they have these assets. That's not to say that they're looking to shop Zion around right now. Um, let's not get it twisted. But I think it's more for just setting themselves up for either scenario. If he finally gets a clean bill of health, and is the Zion that they expect him to be ever since they drafted him, or if worse comes to worse, at least they have an asset. Um, but I think that there are convinced that, you know, maybe there's a middle-of-the-road scenario, that even if Zion is struggling with staying healthy and he's only going to be available every so often, they do have a good good young nucleus with Brandon Ingram, with a veteran, with C.J. McCollum, and a really good coach with Willie Green to show that, you know, they can – not only put Zion in the best position to succeed, but all their chips aren't just on him. So it's a very delicate balance, but I think the Pelicans at the end of the day felt like they'll deal with the headaches while having Zion under contract versus having no asset at all and being unable to get anything in return for it. Mark Medina joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Last one for you, Mark. Uh, Trade today, Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon leaves the Pacers. How does he fit in with the Celtics? Do you like that deal for Boston? Love that deal. The Celtics, look, they already have their championship uh, contending type core with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. And Malcolm Brogdon is another guy that could really enhance their already strong defense. And I think that this also provides an immediate contrast of what Brad Stevens is like as a GM versus Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge was always about just collecting draft picks and resisting pulling the trigger uh, in getting other guys to complement their young players. And look, uh, it's not to say that Danny Ainge's approach was wrong. He's a really good uh, executive, and there's a reason why the Jazz 
have them have them in the front office. But I think if the Celtics in particular right now, they have that window to uh, compete for a championship, and you don't want to squander that opportunity. So why not make uh, you know changes that don't blow up the team, still keep the core in place, but find uh, really good players that could increase the depth. And Malcolm Brogdon checks that box surely from a defensive standpoint and possibly from an offensive standpoint. The good thing is, unlike his time with Indiana, he doesn't have that pressure of being the number one guy. Uh, he can fit in with the, the, the other star players on the Celtics, and I think that he is about the right thing that I think that that will happen. He's Mark Medina, Fox Sports Radio, NBA Insider. Read him on NBA.com. Find him on Twitter at MarkG underscore Medina. Have a great weekend. Safe fourth, Mark. We'll talk to you again soon. I appreciate you guys. Have a safe fourth as well, and uh, let's enjoy the rest of the free agency soap opera. <laughs> oh, the carousel keeps on moving. Appreciate it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xu mo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play